This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Today's show is sponsored by Me Undies. From now until January 20th, you can get 20% off your membership and free shipping by going to MeUndies.com slash Bad Christian. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. Happy New Year. Three, two, one, Joey Spinson. Wow, that's good. This is very interesting. Good God. My God! Woo! You didn't tell me you were going to bring it like that. Bad Christian Porky! You've been working on that for the whole break. Wow. Nope, I came up with that just literally 20 <laughs> seconds ago. Hey, I'm really impressed with your endurance. I swear, seven seconds in, I was like, he has to be exhausted. And now... <laughs> <laughs> out of breath. I mean, out of breath Oh, you mean like, like introvertedness exhaustion since we did an episode before this? Or are you talking like physical exhaustion from the I, beatboxing? You are obese and most physical activity <laughs> makes it is, is impossible for you to do. So, including when, vocal when you overcome, activity. Like, like I think of when I think of Joey doing stuff, I think I always think like like uh, inspirationally, like he overcame. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Like, oh my like he god, he made it! <laughs> Woo! My god, dude overcame! My just, just I didn't, I didn't expect yeah. that. I mean, oh to beat to beatbox for thirty seconds, I'm like, good. I'm gonna give him an award. That's amazing. <laughs> but I, I did want to ask you: Did y'all guys overdo it for food? For the holidays, like I didn't even ask oh, you guys, but I'd like, like to talk I mean, about food here for a little bit. Yeah, let's do. Hell that. yeah, I'd love to. I, <laughs> I, I 100% would love to. Uh, did, first of all, did everybody have a good holiday? Did y'all mm-hmm. like? Was it was it family and Joey? Did you get a emo- like? I always think of Joey must be the most emotional person I know around the holidays. Joey, did you get like emotional and a little teary at any point during the uh, during the holidays? Uh, not really. I, I'm kind of the. I'm kind of the the hype man in our family, especially uh, on my side of the family with my parents, my brother and his family. Like I try to get people all hype and say stupid stuff and be crazy in public and just I'm I'm like the fun guy. But no, I didn't get all teary eyed. Well, I you know, I watched some movies, so maybe I got teary eyed. Oh gosh. The notebook <laughs> got me. The you notebook watched the notebook for the holidays? Uh just just you know, just me and my wife, uh, night after Christmas, all cuddled up, and yeah, the notebook got me. I have touching. never seen that movie, and I'm never going to. I, that's oh, the man, one movie no where I, everybody always talks. Oh, you hadn't seen the notebook? Oh, the notebook is so amazing. The yeah, story, Top Gun is mine. This, this, and that, and I, I say, nope, I'm not going to watch it all. Matt, did you get emotional at all? Like, what? It seems like that. If, if you were going to get emotional, seeing your kids do something, or the holidays, or like waking up on Christmas and being excited, did anything affect you, like emotionally or mentally? Nah. No, Pretty not even. at all, right? <laughs> Pretty even. No, I, I spent all my free it, time re- on uh, building this table, which I'll post pictures of soon. But I've got a brand new oh. podcast table, and it is beautiful. So that's where all so my the, So the one time you went. have a break and could hang with your family, you chose to do something else. Yeah, I sat oh, out in the 30-degree really, backyard with a coat on, saw, and getting sawdust everywhere the whole break. Yep. Kids are out of school. You don't have to podcast, and you chose to do work. Mm-hmm. Work is your first love. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it just really is. Reva, <laughs> you so, went to Iowa. Your home? What, what's your hometown called in Iowa? Audubon. Audubon. Oh <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want to. Okay, so you were in Iowa for how long? Uh, let's see, a little over a week, and then I went down. Okay, to St. so Louis. you were there for a week. I, can I guess the top five things you did in <laughs> Iowa in Audubon? I would love to hear you try. I'm going to guess you went, uh, so you were there for a week. So let's just say seven days. For seven days, I'm going to guess you went to Walmart more than five times. Zero. You went zero? Zero. All right. I'm going to say that. Got a Walmart. Yeah, we don't have a Walmart. <laughs> 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 it's like a 40 minute drive oh, I didn't in know any that. direction to get to a Walmart. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. I thought you would have gone to Walmart. Okay. I'm going to say you watched more than five Hallmark Christmas movies. Ooh. No, actually, I don't think we watched hardly any Hallmark. Okay, well, let's move on then. <laughs> good, good bit. <laughs> well, let's talk Iowa about is, eating. Then I was is actually as boring as I thought it would. Yeah, be. that that that's exactly. <laughs> there is no fun. Go. 
There's no fun or joy in Iowa. Like you, you couldn't even you couldn't even guess boring stuff. <laughs> like, even that was off not, the table. Yeah, not even boring I mean, things. Boring would have been like the fun for Reva. I mean, for if we went to Walmart, that would be exciting. Listen, the Midwest is no good. Everybody knows that. It's the Midwest. I, I think if you have mid in the middle in the it's name where Reva of, and of all of our wives are from. Yeah, but it's no good. They left. Me and Joey. They left, you see. So yeah, that's they why did. I gave them get big out credit. If you're from any place that s- starts with mid, it's a bad place. That's Mideast, <laughs> and that's Midwest. They bad. Right. You don't like, nobody likes the Middle East. You don't want to live there, do you? They got a lot of problems. Right. Midwest, maybe a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm it's back on keto. Mideast, Midwest, same thing. Wait, you're on keto diet, Joey? Yeah, I'm oh, yeah. back on keto well, let's, because let's talk about food. Y- y- because y'all... I did, I let it go, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, because my mom makes our favorite meals, bakes our favorite desserts. It's just, I, I would say, leading up to Christmas Eve, I didn't like. I didn't have like that whole week. Oh, I'm just gonna eat whatever Christmas yeah. and all that stuff. But after Christmas, for sure, I didn't really watch what I ate at all. So I am actually pleasantly ridding myself from all the carbohydrates and sugars and all that stuff right but it's only been one day and a half all day yesterday and then today so i'm sure i'm gonna hit hit a wall soon matt are you doing any kind of well first of all let me ask you this question joey and matt it's the new year i i think matt joey and i might have some resolutions or goals and i don't think matt you think about resolutions or goals like that and i don't think that you've ever done a new year's resolution <laughs> is that true or false well I, I i guess probably not i mean you know that just <laughs> i don't need have you ever to. done a new year's resolution like everybody else in the you know a lot of people do new year's resolutions have you ever done a you went okay this is my new year's resolution you ever made a list or even thought no that i way? mean i've changed things in the new year because of like okay for instance i usually eat good starting in january but that's just because i've been on it it wouldn't matter when it was if it was thanksgiving to christmas and i let that slide then yeah so i usually start eating right in the new year and i'm sure there's years before where i've done stuff like said i'm gonna start reading the bible every day or whatever i guess but in general new year's resolutions no i mean not not interested i i don't lack for motivation typically in things i want to do yeah i do for sure i i i need something like I made a list of goals, and Jess and I both did. Joey, I figured you did too, like things that you want to change or things that you would look forward to trying to do this year. I did, like, I made a whole list of goals, like read books, uh, do my journal, eat better. Uh, some physical goals. It's that so I crazy. Get to. I don't, I don't do that stuff because I know I'm not going to follow through for the whole year, and I know sh- sure as hell that you're not going to. So you're, yes, I am. No, you're yes, not. You're not going to do that. I don't yes, know I how am. many you times I've this heard time you. next year. Toby, you said you're going to get in the best shape of your life by the age and 40. And I did. You did it. And you did, did it. And then you let yourself go. Like, <laughs> No, I didn't. I look nothing like you. <laughs> the slide I'm just to 41 you, is, is Toby, steep. you have told your, you have told your band. I took You've told your band. You told your band. I took the year 41 of my life off, and you're going to Blast me for that. You told your bandmates. <laughs> Have you ever been 41 before? You don't know how hard it is. You told your bandmates that you weren't going to drink on tour. <laughs> and I didn't for one day. Tour. I meant just He's one day. since 08. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually, in my mind, I do think to myself, uh, it's kind of a convenient time to hit the reset button. But I, do, I find New Year's just horribly anticlimactic actually pretty depressing and sad like i don't like new year's i just think it's worth like think about it we're all cheering the about an of extra nostalgia. second joey likes it's, old he wants to celebrate you know new year's 1998 right now i'm just saying <laughs> I'm, I'm saying we're all cheering about a second that uh, it's not even past i mean present is in my mind not even real so you got your second that goes from the future from the past and then we're all cheering because we're in a different year it just and christmas is over the christmas decorations are a painful reminder that all the festivities are are over and done with it's just a super sad time christmas music's got to be done by the 26th i mean the 25th that night is the That's last weird, time yeah. you can listen to Christmas music. And I used yeah. to not even like doing that until the Christmas yeah, story. Yeah, Jess took down every Christmas thing that we had on uh, December 26th. 
Yeah. Nice. Like, I nice. mean, it was all gone, and I took, I actually took the Christmas lights. But I love Christmas music. Like, I listen to Christmas music throughout the year. I do, too. Like, I, I, I just too. love it. I don't, I don't think it's a certain time. And here's the thing. I, agree. I, I actually agree with you. Uh, it's so arbitrary or weird. Like, it's so fun. Like, I was telling Jess, like, everybody decides on uh, New Year's Eve to go out and drink and party, and they're going to be so hungover on New Year's Day. And it's just some Mm-mm. thing we chose to do. Like, it's no different than any other day, and we just decided, and I was thinking back to the like the Louis C.K. bit where like he, he was saying that like people are trying to get uh, Christ back and that you know the world's trying to, and he's like, no, the year is 2018, and that's not true. The only reason we say that is because of Jesus Christ. There is not 2018. Mm-hmm. People that lived back in BC were alive, and that was a year, and they did stuff then too. Like that is, I mean, like the us saying that it's the year 2018 is just something that we're saying. We all just okay, we got to agree on something, so we'll agree on this. But it doesn't mean anything. Like we don't actually know what year it is on Earth. Like whatever you're saying, like the day, it's just some day you choose. Everybody goes, okay, we'll just party, or today's a day that I can drink. Oh, or, man. or you know, yeah, or, or holidays are, today's the day I can eat too much, or whatever it might be. Like, it's just some arbitrary thing that doesn't really mean anything, but we think it does. Hey, today's the day I need to be thankful. Today's the day I need to tell my spouse how much I love them. Today's yeah. the day I need to honor troops. Like, it's just something that we say and do that, I mean, why wouldn't we do it every day? What? Why, it, it's just a way to... Get away with something, really? Yeah. I think I, I don't even know if it means anything. There's the more logical things you could do. Like I find it annoying that the beginning of the year starts. I mean, we have stuff like s- celestial stuff, like the solstice. I mean, just let that be the something. You know, it's right. close to that. I, I understand that, but even the way we look at our, uh, cl- I don't know. I've got this whole thing that drives me crazy all day, every day about our time zones and the way the clocks work. It, it just doesn't make sense. It's arbitrary in the same way. Right. There's no reason that we should, first of all, I don't believe we should have time zones anymore. Time zones are left over from from some uh, way old way of doing. We have universal. Dude, instant. you have got me so interested right now. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just simple. It's, it's just you don't need time zones. I can almost stop <laughs> no, right there. So, so, it, it, time is absolute in a sense that we... Right. Okay, so time didn't used to be something that you could instantaneously communicate with other people. So a train comes near the top of the hour or... You know, the we start doing the farm work when the sun comes up. There wasn't, you know, you could have clocks or whatever, but right. even still, they were local. There was no way to say that something happens exactly at a certain time because there's no way to verify the exact time. And so, so twelve a.m. would mean two totally different things to no. a South Carolinian than it does to a to French. It doesn't people mean because it, okay. It, Everybody gets freaked out right. if you talk about changing something you're used to for no reason. All you would you would be used to it in like three weeks. I mean, it would it would just take no time to get used to. So for, I hate time zones because I'm always talking. I'll, first of all, I always try to talk to, right. in the time zone of the person that I'm talking to, not my own, which is I think everybody should attempt to do that. And I like to say, you mean in 45 minutes from now or in two hours from now? Not Oh, 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock your time. We have absolute time. Our devices are connected and synchronized right. to the microsecond. So just go 24-hour time and let it all – I don't care who gets to have the real time. Let it be Greenwich Mean Time, whatever. Just pick one. Let that be the right. time, and I'll show up at work at 1430. It's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but when I when I get to work at 14:30, somebody else will be getting off work in Indonesia at 14:30. It's fine. Right. See, that seems That's like just a what time the TV too. show comes on. Whatever it is, it's fine. You don't what you do don't we need, lose? You don't lose What anything. do we lose if we do that? The fact I that it's, that you want to get to work at 9 a.m. That sounds weird, but it wouldn't sound weird in 2 weeks. There's just right. no reason. I don't want to I don't want to give up the English standard of of measurement, I don't want to go. Measure. Yeah, I understand, but it would be. Well, see, that one's a little. The, the, I mean, that one's a little different, but because the craziest thing is when, like, when we went to Australia and like you would fly somewhere and it was thirty minutes later. Yeah, thirty minute you know time I mean? zones. <laughs> <on. laughs> like it's like, literally a thirty minute time zone. You're like, shit. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, I'm okay with this being a different time. Right? Like, it doesn't matter. You're you're exactly right. Like, if I go to work at three a.m., but it's you know. Uh, the sun's out and I'm awake and I woke up. You would be used fine. to it. The joke right. nine to five, say the phrase nine to five would change. That would have a different meaning in some 
That'd be some for some areas people. Of the globe. So sleeping what? nine to five. Right. No, They'd be just, saying no. sleeping. Then some people would be playing nine to five, and then some people would be like, "There's drinking yeah. nine to yeah, whatever well, what they're would other doing." People be saying, but like what, some other people would be saying some other stuff, right? Like what else, Joey? Uh, you could say going to work from nine to five, or you could Only say living, yeah, Scotland, but cleaning yeah. up the house from nine to f- just whatever you're doing <laughs> at wow. the time. You just yeah. say Whatever that into the doing. song. Look, there's yeah. here's the, yeah, here's just, the way that I look at stuff. There's two. Well, it's got to be nine to five. What you're doing? <laughs> it's, I do. This is what I do nine to five time. most days, depending on where I am. It in does the world. have to be nine. Uh, man, hold on. Joey's right. It has to be nine to five. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just, I mean, come on. I don't know whatever you're trying to talk or convince us of, but it, let's at least start with it has it's to be, gotta nine, be nine to five. <laughs> but there's two I mean, you're ways working nine to five, you're playing nine to five. Everything I mean, got five. the way it is because it either evolved that way for very, very good reason, or it got that way for a good reason, and then something has changed out from underneath it, and it can be reexamined. So just because everybody does something a certain way, that could mean that is the absolute optimum solution, no need to look elsewhere, or it could have mean that it was that at some right. time in the past, which is worth looking into. Right. So that's like, what, like, what this like, is. How about this? Military time. In the United States, there's military time where all the military work on a different time structure than we do. It's, it's 24 yeah. hours, right? right? 24 hour time and I mean, and we don't do that. And, you know, I, I've tried it a few times. I always thought uh, that the, it actually makes more sense. Yeah, that there's 24 hours and you call it each hour is unique. Hours, right? right. Exactly. Oh, man, you're exactly right. I hate, I mean, how much, it, for example, if you think that it should be this way, how many people have overslept because they didn't change their alarm clock from a.m. to p.m.? Yeah, because you really need right. to you know talk I mean? about the, whether it's 10, 10 o'clock ante meridium or or post meridium right. or not. I mean, it's I get it, but we don't we we need to move on with that and other stuff. I got one more time option though. You want to hear a different one that I would be willing to accept? Yeah, I would love okay. to. Here's man. the alternate other. Now these, I mean, you could do both of these at the same time, but it would only be true for one time zone if you did. But okay. the other one that makes no sense, and everybody fundamentally knows it, as I was just trying to explain to Georgia when it was going to be New Year's and when the new year happened, is everybody knows intuitively that it's nonsense that the day changes in the, at midnight. Now, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that it's a new day that was yesterday before, it right. should just be when you wake up. So I would go farther than that to say, in addition to uh, that, bugs everybody that you're still awake. I mean, you could have just set that when the date changes to later, but it, that uncovers an even bigger problem, in my opinion, which is like if you look at the Bible and they say in the third hour, in the ninth hour, something happened or whatever. Like in the third hour, yeah. something happened. Well, that to me would be three hours after the sun came up, right? Yes, probably that's what that meant. That's good. Now I know we do have. Uh, you know, different times of the year when the earth tilts or whatever, so the days are longer and shorter. Right. But you could standardize it toward the uh, vernal equinox or something, right? So it's standardized toward oh, the yeah, equinox. Oh, yeah, the vernal equinox. Joey, you know what he's talking about, the vernal equinox. Yeah, yeah, that's different from the, yeah, the Like, hey, vernal, it's earnest. Or the autumnal or equinox. Yeah. Anyway, the e- set it at hey, an vernal. equinox. So, so it'd be like, let's just say meridian. at the equator at 6 a.m. At, at the equator at 6 a.m. on the yep. equinox, that should be... You talking about Chevy Equinox? That should or not? be zero o'clock. That should be the begin the first hour of the day. Should be sun up on the equinox at the equator. Yep. And then mm-hmm. one o'clock would be one hour after that. Two o'clock, one hour after that, and you use twenty four hour time. And it literally five o'clock is the fifth hour of the day. And the day yep. also changes at sun up at the equinox mm. at the equator. Preach that would you just re- so all your times would be different mm. that way, but they would be so much b- more better for being descriptive. Like if somebody said nine o'clock, it's been nine hours since the day changed. It's nine hours into your day. It's close to when you Ooh. woke up. I mean, it, everything could make That's so right. much more sense. That's right. You just you just developed Joey's first sermon of the year. As a campus pastor, <laughs> Joey, I want you to I want you to work on this and teach it. This is a teaching. This is science, a teaching science through the eyes of Jesus. <laughs> now, is prime is prime meridian based on prime numbers? Right, that's exactly the same thing. Prime numbers and prime yep. numbers are two, four, six, eight. Right? Is that right? Pro, the, no. What does prime meridian had to do? With, prime meridian is what is a is one of the well, is a 
on the map. Post meridium. But is you the, use prime is, numbers is for the prime, prime meridian. It's a line of longitude. Right. Okay, yeah. That's the prime me- meridian. Which, which measures east I think east it's and langitude. West. It's langitude. No, longitude measures east to west. Latitude, latitude is like rooms on a ladder. Measures. How about that? You can remember it that <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Everybody knows that the prime meridian only uses prime numbers, right? Like zero, like that little tiny circle. And then it's what's like the smallest prime number? What's the smallest prime number? I don't Toby. know. Ask your dad, Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I wanted to talk about what I'm going to eat this year. Okay, let's oh, hear Oh, man, it. I cannot wait. <laughs> You're going to like this. We do as a little experiment. I hadn't figured out exactly what this it is, but nasty. I can tell you where I'm... Well, some oh, people this is, will say oh, it's nasty. Sick. I hope until, it's sick and nasty. Until BC Conference, I'll be going to be yep. on low-carb, but I Ooh. think I'm going to go ahead and take it to an, another level here. I th- eat, I'm gonna eat uh, marijuana. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I think I'm going to eat entirely or almost entirely meat between now and oh when you see me at God. the conference. I'm not going to eat any vegetables or fiber. All right, I'm wow. with you. I'm going to try too. Mostly so, uh, sausage, kielbasa. Yeah, no, I'm just going to. I, I I heard a guy on Joe Rogan talking about. It. I'm going to try it and see how I feel for a few weeks on it. So, and then I may eat at I may eat at McDonald's every day too. I might do Ooh, both. Nice. Like yesterday, I went to McDonald's and like got a sausage, sausage patty. I got a sausage patty for breakfast, and then for lunch, I had uh, the middle of a McDouble, and then I got a sausage patty yeah. this morning too. So it wouldn't be that hard for me to to do that. So, I'm are gonna, you off the sauce? Are you going to drink the sauce or not? I, don't, I think I'll drink very, very little. Uh, maybe none. I'm, I'm not going to swear none, but very little. You know, but this will be about three or four weeks till the conference. So that's what I'm going to. Joey, try. are you off the sauce? Um, like alcohol, all alcohol or beer? Sauce. <laughs> I don't know. When Joey's off the sauce. It just means ranch and, and barbecue. Yeah. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm lost. I don't know what you're talking about. The sauce or the sausage? The sauce. Are you going to? Are you? The, are you going to drink any sauce? While you're on your I, diet, you're, you're. I don't know what that is. Sorry, moving on. Like, okay, moving on. I think we have an ad, right? <laughs> All right, folks. We know that you're thinking about that gym membership for the new year, and why don't you commit to Comfort and sign up for a Me Undies membership? I'm. I mean, I am. I'm wearing a green pair right now, and they're so comfortable and amazing. And I don't know if you want to think about me in my underwear, but trust me, think about you and wonderful me undies underwear you won't believe it they have fresh new undies or socks delivered to your door every day you can choose from bold classic and adventurous prints switch between membership plans cancel or skip a month anytime i mean it's so user-friendly me undies are the most comfortable pair of underwear you will own made from a sustainably sourced naturally soft fabric that is three times softer than cotton let me see three times softer than cotton, and I can attest to it. I mean, they feel so amazing. They're just great. Right now, MeUndies has an exclusive offer just for our listeners until January 20th. Get 20% off your membership and free shipping. That's 20% off an already discounted membership. And MeUndies is so sure you will love their underwear. They even offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You order a pair, and if you don't love your first pair, get a full refund. I'm telling you. These guys are awesome. Guys and girls, I got it all, folks. MeUndies.com slash badchristian. That's MeUndies.com slash badchristian. Become a member today and start enjoying all the perks of having MeUndies membership and start wearing the best underwear of your life. It's changed my life. It's time to let MeUndies change yours. Go to MeUndies.com slash badchristian right now. Oh, I know what and I did B- on New Year's. Is, bring up the uh, BC Con. Oh, I want to talk about the BC Con. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, the that's uh, what I did on New Year's was watch the two Chappelle specials as soon as they came out. Oh man, I stayed up till two in the morning after and, and watched those and just <sighs> died laughing by myself. Just, I couldn't believe they it. were so good. You watch you watch them too, Joey? I watched one of them. I didn't watch the other one. It's phenomenal. I, is it dangerous I, even to say you like it, given the nature of his content and his jokes? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think it's uh, a perfect, so. it's, it's a, well, I, do you think that, um, do you think that minority comedians have a, have more wiggle room than a white male? And I don't mind asking that because <laughs> people sure are, 
no doubt. Yeah, so they can get away with with way but, more. But it's more than that. I, well, it's hey, Dave hold, hold on, when y'all, when y'all say ju- when y'all when y'all say dangerous, are you talking about when Chappelle took the Lord's name in vain? Or yeah, are you right, are you talking about when he made fun of Mormons? Or are you mm-hmm. are you talking about when he said he kicked a woman in her vagina? Or are you talking about when he implied he cheats on his wife? Or talked about how awful our president is? Or used the the n word over fifty times? He made fun of all of China and Chinese workers, and maybe that even included child workers. Is that why? That's the dangerous part, right? Like that. That's what mm-hmm. is really bad. That's the thing that everybody's mad about, right? Yeah, especially the Lord's name in vain. What do you? I mean, how can <laughs> right. you watch that? I mean, the Lord's name in vain alone. I mean, it just makes it just disgusting and yeah. deplorable to me. Like, I mean, those are the things that on the internet everybody's upset about, right? Because he made fun of all of those things. Mm-hmm. Everything that I just read, he made fun of those. Is that why it's dangerous? It could be that, or it could be he touched the transgender issue. Wait a minute. That's he talk, right. He talked right. about transgenders. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that's the one that I could not think of. But I mean, yeah. I, and how he how he handled that. I mean, how can how can you argue against it other than saying that was impolite or discourteous? He's just saying it's not the norm. Why is it so crazy that I think that it's kind of weird? And I, what what did he say? It's almost like a that sucks sort of thing how inconvenient what, what was his it, he, i'm not i wouldn't dare try to say anything he said he, and, ma- and explain he, it or make it good. funny but that's <laughs> but, what's so crazy well, well let me clarify what joy's saying every person on earth gets made fun of for something that they are or look like or believe or do every person mm-hmm. you are not exempt from being made fun of and if you take exception to it and not other things then that makes you a hypocrite. If you say, <laughs> if you say, because I am this, you cannot make fun of it, but I'm okay with everybody else being made fun of, yeah. then that is a hypocrite. For example, if there is an article out right now that says Dave Chappelle said took the Lord's name in vain. He said, Jesus Christ. And if there's an article about that, and they say, because he said that, he's not a Christian, he's evil, he's dangerous, he's worried, I would be... Uh, I would think that the person who wrote that article is silly and crazy. So if we are taking ourselves so seriously that we cannot be made fun of, as if being made fun of is the most dangerous thing in the world and (laughs) unique to us, then you have lost whatever battle you're trying to fight. Yeah. Well, think about it that way. I mean, everyone's going to be made fun of. I have been made fun of in my life unbelievable i've made fun of people unbelievable and i also i've been called fat i've been called stupid i've been called white i've been called all kinds of i mean just anything that you can use against me people have done right and i have to accept that this is the world that we live in and if i take myself so seriously am i saying that my whiteness is bigger than than free speech or am i saying that who I am is more important. Like that, here's here's the thing too, and I want to clarify this too. I don't think that a lot of people. I don't. I I, I would wager that most transgenders think Dave Dave Chappelle's super Hilarious. funny and not yeah, even of course. upset, right? Uh, yeah. So right. the the bigger issue here is that this is that there's a few people that make it seem as if all transgender people are super offended and hurt right. and in danger now because of Dave Chappelle. Right. That, I would. I bet most transgenders aren't. No. They're just trying to figure out their life like normal people. Everybody is. Like, like, I mean, seriously, everybody's trying to figure out their life. I'm trying to figure out who I am, yeah. what I am, what's going on. All this, the same as transgender people are right now. The same as uh, Muslims. The same as Jewish people. The same as Christians. The same as whatever race you are. Whatever. I mean, we're we're way more connected. And I just, I, it, it destroys me that somebody would create something and you would try to. Uh, separate it as uh, like it's evil or bad or dangerous when somebody's just trying to f- say something and create something and make art and do it so well. Like I mean, I I cannot believe Dave Chappelle's delivery, uh, the the skill that he has as a comedian is phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was just I was watching it, dying laughing. Oh, I, it was really funny. I started watching it while I was on the elliptical machine at the YMCA. And I had to turn it off because the guy beside me was getting mad because I was laughing out loud. I, couldn't, I, <laughs> I was laughing stop. so out loud. So, so I just turned it off. I was like, damn it. And I was like, this is amazing. This guy 
is doing some art that people don't think it is. They, they mm-hmm. I mean, to 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 immediately claim that it's detrimental and bad implies that he's doing something divisive and hurtful, and it's just not true. And it just it really bothered me because I was like, damn it. I mean, this is crazy. Like, I mean, I'm getting to watch at this day and age. I'm getting to watch. I know this, this might sound crazy or offensive, or whatever. I get to watch a black man do comedy, and it's really funny, and he's super talented, and I just want to be able to watch it. And I can't even do that. Like, I can't do that. Like, I have to what think about... What do you mean about, by that? What do you mean by well, that? Well, here's like, what I mean. Like, think about how far we've come as a nation that Dave Chappelle has gotten paid millions and millions of dollars to think about what he's thinking about and make jokes about it yes. because it's interta- it's it's entertainment, Right. And if you are going to spend your time going after Dave Chappelle, you've missed the mark. You've right. lost whatever battle you're trying to wage or whatever you're thinking. Like, I mean, he's on the side. He, he's not against anybody. Like, he, he's on the side of freedom, speech, rate. I, I mean, everything that you could list of, like, what you would hope could improve in America, Dave Chappelle's for that. He's, he's almost an example of it, and he's doing it way better than. I mean, I can't believe how good of a comedian he is and how good of an entertainer he is. But I just, I'm just blown away that. Wait a minute, I can't even watch a black man do comedy without having to think about it and break it down and do this and say, "Well, and wait a minute, what did he mean here?" I mean, come on. I mean, I that, know. that's. I mean, come on. There's so. I mean, don't take yourself so seriously. Yeah, you're 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 being anti-human when you do that. In my opinion, I, I take that very seriously. Like, I don't like the people <laughs> that say, "Oh, you know, humans, we just destroy the planet." I mean, we're bad. Like, right? We're humans, though. That's our fucking team. So we're humans, and when stuff's funny, we can laugh at it. And when we, you know, you ever see that thing happens when somebody <laughs> back to talking about fail videos? But you ever been seen in in a stadium or whatever it is? If there's ten or a thousand people, where somebody will get hurt, and everybody at the same time will make the same noise, like "woo," you know what I mean? Yeah, that is the coolest moment in the world to me because it's humans right. all reacting the same way. In real time, now here's the thing: there's a thousand possible reactions you could have had to that. You could have said, "Wow," or "Ooh, he got hurt," or you could say, "Look at this," or "Yikes!" But no, everybody says the same thing, and it could be different things at different times. It's everybody in real time reacting to one another. Like you, you hear the first person, right. like, every, and it's happening in instantaneously. Everybody's getting on the same wavelength. For something like somebody gets hit in the balls or laughing at a joke or whatever, and when you try to put the brakes on that and say no, we're ugh, we're going to sit here and analyze. Is it okay to laugh at this? How will I look socially if I, I laugh? What if I tweet about the Dave Chappelle show? Will that make it se- yeah. special? Will that make it look like I'm this set that self analytic gear where you wonder about how you're going to be received to the right. degree you're going to destroy the human pleasure of laughing at something that makes you laugh. That's uh, that's I that's know. like you. You've and, and gone like off laughing the rails. implies that you are bad, right? Like, 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 like. I mean, think about this. I mean, you in many ways you're uh, helpless to laugh. Like, if somebody tickles no, you yeah, or something that's funny, or you see somebody fall and get hurt, you have to go. Oh, I don't want to laugh because I don't want to be mean or whatever. But like, I mean, you, there's a reaction that you have. Same ways, if you're scared, you scream mm-hmm. or you tremble or whatever. Like it might on a be. roller There's coaster, another hu- right. shared human experience. That's what we. I mean, it's just so much right. there. I think what Dave Chappelle's done is such a gift. I really just think it's oh, necessary, and, and I think he knew that too. Like, I, you know, he's talking about how he's going to go away again, which is what's really, right. really crazy. Is that I don't I didn't know. I mean, I haven't read any articles about. it. I just watched it and, and thinking about it, but. Is he thinking that he's going to get? He is Dave Chappelle. He has unlimited money. He's he can do whatever he wants to, and he doesn't work for anybody. And he's already filmed and gotten paid for these specials, so he can dump them. And he can't. His it's not like anybody can call for his job. He's going away anyway. So he had, it's like I, the I, one person on earth has the freedom to say what the you know to joke around and right. say something. And he and ex, <laughs> and he exercised that freedom because you can't go say boycotting him. I mean, they can go after Netflix. Or I don't know what the who, who cares. But I mean, from his point of view, right. he's just. He could do it, and he did do it, and it's you have to take that at, as I think. I mean, it's not the safest thing for him to do for his legacy, for anything else. So I, I count it a, a gift, an act of bravery, to just to demonstrate that if you do it right and authentically, you can have your views and humor and all this stuff. I think is really important because you know the other thing is like like for instance, look at the uh, 
look at the flip side of that. Is, would you rather be in that territory or this territory where we're in where that YouTuber guy is in trouble now? You see that one? Oh, yeah, the Logan guy or whatever, yeah. because he he went to the uh, suicide forest and pretended that somebody had died. No, he didn't pretend. Kids. They actually found a real dead body. Oh, that was real? Yeah, so here's what happened there. He walked. Oh, he went to the suicide forest to make joke. a goofball video, and he went in there because he was just going to make like a Blair Witch or just something goofy and just, you know, ooh, this is spooky forest where people kill themselves. And they walked All in right. there, and the first thing they found was a Japanese guy hanging. No way. Yeah. I thought it was a, like a gag. Yeah. And so they filmed they filmed it and they talked about it and it was weird and they didn't know what to do. They weren't expecting it and they of course they were laughing and stuff. You know, like they would yeah. it was super uncomfortable for them. Like, you know, so they were like, you know, you you could imagine some situations that were super bizarre. You would definitely smile laugh and people pulled out frames of them laughing and smiling and saying this is what All they're, right. you know. And it's bad. Like it's, it's a horribly tasteless video they shouldn't have uploaded. I mean, I, I don't, you know. But the amount of go get them, shut them down, fire the person, take demonetize their YouTube. It's a kid made right. a mistake or something. I'm not like here's what I don't understand about that is what should happen to <laughs> you know how crazy people are. I, I'm losing my mind here in Seattle. Sorry, I'm on, if I'm on a tangent, but I was out recently with people, and the, Matt Damon's name came up, and they're like, "Yep, he needs to go." <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> You know, like like he needs to go, as what? in because he. What does said, that even mean? I don't know, but it's just the attitude, and and what they want is <laughs> fired, loss of income, and these kinds of things for people they don't like or disagree with or have done something. But I don't know right. how that works. Like, of course, if you're at your job and you sexually harass somebody, you should lose that job, uh, no doubt. Right. If you mess up at your job, you should lose your job. I, I totally agree with that. But if it's outside of your job. You just have something in your behavior, character that people don't like, and then they get you, you fired from your job. My question would be then, well, what job should that person have next? Do you want them to be homeless? Do you want to be? Can they work at Burger King? What if we start firing right. pi- people that work at Burger King who own Confederate flags or what? I don't know. I mean, what what can you do if you're a bad person decided by the mob you're right. bad? You have a view that should. So we, what can we do to hurt you? Pressure your company into firing you. Good. Now what? What other job are they supposed to like? What taking uh, away? I, what do you What do you want them to become? Broke permanently and die of starvation? It, would you do that if you could? Demi- I mean, I'm not. I mean, that's right. extreme, but what, it's the same line of thinking. I've always wondered that too. Like they do that with in sports. What job and can they have? But like, I mean, if if they cannot, if a person cannot earn a living then that means we have to pay for them. So then right. that means you make them lose their job, and then my taxes or whatever it might be ends up paying for their existence. Right, and we're not to the level of Burger King people getting fired, but or, or ex-cons. I don't even understand if you get out of jail, like and you have to fill out that thing, are you a convict? I th- always think that's messed up. You're trying to get a job. Told, well, you want uh, to not have a job? Don't ask that question. Told, I don't I think that's right. I mean, jobs are jobs. I mean, I don't even care if you're, I mean, if you mess up at your job, get fired. Other than that, don't. I want to. I want to bet that like Joey has. I don't even know what Joey thinks about this. Like I'm going to guess. He, well, I did he, have to he pee to cha- really bad. I he wants did to have change to the subject. No, nope. Joey, do you think people should be in prison? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I want to ask you that question. Do I think do you, people should be in prison? No, no. Sure. I want to ask you the question. Do you think that because of some something that somebody said, we're talking just words here? Do you think that they should lose their job and should not be able to earn a living the way that they've earned a living in the past? Obviously, outside of very specific circumstances, no. I don't think they should lose their job. A specific circumstances being, you know, a psychologist, hurt somebody. a psychologist telling a depressed person, "Yeah, just go ahead and kill yourself." Yep. You know, they should not be. A but that is, but that is your job. When you mess up at your job, then that's different. Is what I'm saying. Right. Or, you know, like a teacher that teaches, right. you know, four sure. squared is eight. But that's I mean, failing at your to... job, not an opinion you have or something yeah. you did yeah, outside sure. of work. But yeah. Sure. Now, now honestly, I, I think in, in the private sector, it's just, it's totally up to whoever's in charge. I mean, if, if someone doesn't like an anti-LGBTQ person working at Disney and they want to fire them, then they fire them. I mean, I, I, that's that's when I start 
getting a little squirmy is I don't want any gay couple to ever be turned down from a cake being made. But if some foolish redneck couple wants to run their bakery and not give a cake to a gay couple, then, you know, more power to you. I'm just not going to go there. I'm not going to support their business. So I get a little uneasy yes. when we start to infringe on other people's stupidity. Just let them be stupid. But like, that's, that, that's easy a, for me yeah, to I totally say because I never, I never understood the. I want this person to make my cake, even though they don't like me or want believe in who I am or anything. Like everybody talks about, like for example, I love Applebee's, right? Like I love going <laughs> to Applebee's. I love getting a Brutus beer. I love. Uh, I mean, I love their uh, happy hour. All this stuff. People talk shit about Applebee's all the time, and there's nothing there, right? If you don't like Applebee's, you just don't go. Now, why would you, if you, if Applebee's did something that you didn't like, you just don't go? But what is the point of going to somewhere where somebody you don't want them to do anything? It's just like a punishment or some yeah. silly thing. Like you don't, you don't care if this, if this person doesn't want to make you a cake. That means capitalism. They might end up closing because they don't exactly. make the cakes the right way or whatever it might be like that you let the society go oh yeah this place is shitty not going there that's what happens that yeah, actually that, 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 stu that stuff happens but like punishing someone in a way it ends up only punishing you that like it, seriously like if we close down you're making your life cake, about that, other people is a big problem how about and, you just and if we, the, if we close down the cake shop then that means I, somehow i have to figure out Paying those people, I mean, they have to work, they have to live. I mean, you don't want. Uh, I mean, do you want them to be murdered? Is that what? Right. Did they do get, something so horrendous that's that they should be table. murdered? It's called, it's called lynching. You know, like right. It's I called know. a mob I, with a pitchfork. You just go get I them. Mean, you don't have to agree with somebody just because somebody just because somebody doesn't like you or says something that is derogatory to you or bad. I mean that that is the history of the world. That we we don't live in such an age. Where it, it's always so safe and good. Like I mean, Rosa Parks didn't fight for safety; she fought for rights. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like she didn't go, "Hey, I'll, before I sit at the front of the bus, I want safety." In spite of safety, she did what she did and went, got on the bus, sat in the front, all that stuff because she was like, "I have to do this. This is the the, the right thing to do." And so the the thing that I feel like hurts a lot of the change and the needed change that we had today is that people don't really want to stand up and take the chances and make the real change. It's it's easier to stay on social media and say something and do something and not really do it. That's what I'm saying. Like it's that's why somebody like Dave Chappelle is very no, absolutely. brave. I mean very brave. He goes, shit, I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this and people are gonna say this, this and this, but I'm making a joke. That's it. Yeah, I mean that. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I, like I said, I made. A, I read a whole list of people he made and things and beliefs that he made fun of. I mean, uh, he made fun of two different religions uh, from what I've watched and uh, the whole nation of China. I mean, he made a joke. It was such a brilliant joke that how uh, Trump's trying to get us jobs, but nobody wants to actually make an iPhone. Yeah. Keep oh, that in yeah. China, right? You you don't want to pay two thousand dollars or three thousand right. dollars for an jobs. iPhone. <laughs> you, I mean that that's a joke. Now those people might have bad jobs, they might be in bad shape, all that stuff. But he is making a joke based on a little bit of a stereotype or whatever it might be, and what we actually think, and what who we are, and what we think about technology, all those things. Like I mean, it's a it's a, it's way more in depth than people make it. Like they like like the idea that you would diminish a joke that took that much time and thought and effort and how much it captured the idea of who we are and what we are as a culture in our day and time that you would diminish it as just that's hate yeah can you imagine if, so a, if a racist or bad sexist person got up on joke on stage at an open mic or whatever and just said oh yeah you could just make fun of like women and chinese people and just said bad stuff about women and chinese people nobody would laugh I know. It wouldn't be funny. Of course not. That isn't funny. I mean, it, it, if it's funny, it's because it's doing something else. There's something else there. Like, go, good luck. In fact, let's talk about this. Are, right. Are y'all nervous? Let me, let me give you an example of, of laughing real quick. Have y'all seen the documentary on Jim Carrey and Man yeah. on the Moon and his yeah. career and all that stuff? Like, a perfect example is, is Tony Clifton, who's the other character, 
He says, here's my imitation of Jackie Kennedy, and he imitates her sitting in the backseat of the car, and he goes, <laughs> yeah. oh, God! And then he climbs out the back of the car, like the infamous scene where she's climbing to the back to grab the portion of his of her husband's skull. And it's like, how this guy did it, it was so slapstick, it was so like mean and insensitive that in itself made it funny. It wasn't funny for me to be like, oh man, John F. Kennedy is dead. It's funny he's an that he president, that. and now we're making sport. It was funny that he would even go there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but a- I did. I did feel uncomfortable laughing. Oh yeah, right. But I mean, some of the, yeah, that's what's weird about laughter is it really cuts into stuff that's people laugh all the time. I notice this all the time now that I think about it. But I notice people laugh. So often when nothing is funny, but and they use it for other, you know, to cut tension. Like if it's a uncomfortable public presentation and somebody says something that's not funny, it's just a moment of relief, and everybody can la- will laugh at a non joke, like an absolute non joke. Will get a room yeah. of stiff people to to like loosen up because they've just been dying to loosen up. Or if somebody gets uncomfortable or nervous, like there something bad's about to happen, or they think somebody might rob them, they get all weird and you know, like <laughs> this is weird. You know, so people laugh for the goofiest of reasons. And that's a good example of that because it's like you're not you don't even necessarily know what you're laughing about, but it's affecting you and there's something happening. You know, anyway, how does that make y'all feel about if we're gonna do um we're gonna do the uh people have been asking me about it, but we're gonna do open mic Comedy night the night before BC Con starts in Nashville, so yeah, y- y'all gonna are y'all gonna do it, uh, y'all Joey? I've been yeah. I've been Toby practicing going required, to open. So I'm op- definitely gonna do it. Yeah, I've been practicing going. I, I went to an open mic the other night, didn't even want to do it, and ended up having to be kind of almost forced to go up. And it the, here's the thing about comedy, I it's kind of like podcasting. I think everybody should do it because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about if you're not. <laughs> And to say that you understand comedy and what's funny or podcasting and what's good and you don't do it, well, that's true. it that's makes you point. the most ignorant person. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's absurd. Like I just, I can't even un- understand it. And I mean, I hate doing comedy. Like I went, <laughs> I, I went up. So uh, I was at the, uh, the, the comedy club. It's this little bar in Nashville, uh, about two weeks ago before Christmas. And, uh, I didn't want to go up, and then sure enough, the guy that hosts is named Micah. He worked at Tooth and Nail. We're good friends, and he's a great host. I mean, he really is good. Like, I'm pretty impressed uh, by his skills and who he is. And I go with, and Aaron Lunsford does comedy too, and uh, and so they were like, "Hey, Toby, you want from stage?" Micah goes, "Toby, you want to come up? I mean, just just talk about interviewing Stephen Baldwin." I was like, shit, I don't have anything to say. Like, what am I going to say <laughs> about interviewing Stephen Baldwin? We did. Like, I mean, I mean it wasn't like you it just was. introduce uh, yourself yeah. as Pilgrim Willie and start right. cracking up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Nobody knows who I am or what I'm talking about or whatever. So I went up, and the, there's a, a real raw, uh, everything's just there and equal at that moment. Like, the, I, when I go up on stage to do comedy, <laughs> I'm not Toby from Emory. I'm not Toby from Bad Christian. These people don't know who I am. They uh, most of the other people are comics too. You know, trying to come up with bits and everything. And I'm just there, trying to tell people what I think's funny. Yeah. And like yeah. at that moment, it's like feels like the most real, scariest, raw moment I can have. Like I mean, there's no. I know you, so I'm going to cut you some slack. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a real moment where I go, okay, I thought this was funny. I'm going to tell you about it. Oh, it's not, it's not funny. It's not. Funny. It's not I just realized how bad it is. It is not funny. <laughs> you are not laughing. It is bad. Wait a minute. Let me say this next thing. Oh, you, you kind of thought that was funny. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I mean, like, when you think about like the relationship with the crowd and all that stuff, like, when I'm in Emory, I know that no matter what I say, and I can stop, and Matt's gonna start playing a breakdown or whatever, you know, or play guitar. Or Dave's gonna start a drum beat or whatever. But like when you're just up on stage doing that, it's a raw moment um, of just real being yeah. real. I, th- I think it's almost the most authentic, uh, vulnerable moment you can have, kind of because you're in front of people telling them what you think is funny, and it, they might think it's offensive or bad or not or you might be bad at telling that story or whatever and so i'm i actually that's one of my 
most scared and most excited <laughs> things that I think about BC Con is that we're all going to be crammed into be, a very a, yeah. a small bar drinking and telling jokes. Just, I'm very and, and looking I'm gonna, forward to that. And you know what makes me mad? The way that I'm thinking about it, I'll think about it nonstop and and in depth <laughs> and all this stuff. And Joey Spence is almost gonna think about it none and probably kill. Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it doesn't. Even, I mean, he'll Here's get the laughs. Only... And if you bomb, you'll it'll, still kill. That's, yeah, and that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm like, this is gonna be so great, except for the time that I had to go up. But other than that, every other people failing right. is gonna give me right. such delight. <laughs> I mean, he, here's here's what I got on, especially you, Toby, is the whole you guys call unawareness. I call it just kind of apathy. Like, I, I just don't care if it's not working. In fact, I think that would even hype me up a little bit more. I, it's almost like the Andy Kaufman phenomenon, which I know a lot of our listeners don't know who that is, but he was a comic genius in that he would do real pranks in public and crazy stuff that's not really funny unless you think about, oh my gosh, this guy is really doing this. Like, for example, he was super hyped up to go to a college campus and give like a lecture and a stand-up comedy and all that stuff. He starts reading The Great Gatsby, and he does not stop reading the book until all the students have cleared out of the building. And so I just, I just think those sorts of things are funny. So yeah, I will be able to easily flip into... I really don't care. But that could be very disadvantageous. Very much so. <laughs> I went up, I did two, I did three uh, open mics here in Seattle in the last like couple months. And it, no, they're just bad, bad, bad. So scary. <laughs> I, went, I, did, I went to one, you know, nobody didn't know anybody there. Nobody knew me, nothing, just by myself and went up and did it. And I talked, I, I tried to just make it like myself and explain something and what I thought was funny about it. And I used some numbers and, you know, percentages and stuff like that. And then the host got back up. He goes, all right, thanks, Matt Carter. Uh, it's a really – no, he just came back up on stage. He goes, okay, that was a really depressing statistics lesson. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the host said after I did my set. <laughs> then everybody I, I laughed at that. that as a moment of relief from me not being funny for four minutes. <laughs> I, I really do hope that – I mean, this BC uh, – okay, first of all, BC Con is going to be so fun. It's like, going to be a blast, I'm, man. I'm so nervous. I'm so like I feel like you know how like when you when you know something's coming and you got to do it and you have that little bit of like yep. nervous weird feeling in your back or your chest or whatever it is like you feel weak and weird and nervous like I, that's where I'm at right now about BC Con like I think I mean we've never done anything like this this is this is a huge step it's a for big big thing. the the BC podcast the it, it, bad Christian in general this is something where we we're trying to take a next step and it could fail it could be bad. But along with that, like the idea of just doing like what kind of just ridiculous dumbasses are we that we would say also on top of the this conference, uh, Matt and I are going to have to play a whole show as Emory. Mm -hmm. We're also going to do stand up comedy. We're going to do a winter ball. (laughs) I mean, I mean, all the things that we've added on are like. I mean, wouldn't it be enough just to do a conference? Like, the things that are coming our way at the end of this month are unbelievable. Oh, and shit, it's this I, month. I, oh, gosh. I know. I, I mean, it's just, I'm scared. I'm worried. I've been thinking about things that we can do and how we're going to do it and what it's going to look like and all this stuff. And I just, I mean, I'm just scared. I mean, that's what I am. And, and I've never, I mean, this is really funny. I've never been more excited to get past it and go on tour. With SCD's burn, like, like yeah, that's I mean, gonna be like, that's gonna you, feel. Normally, so I think, good. oh man, I got to I know. Normally, I think I got to go on tour. What's that gonna be like? All this, stuff. like, I can't wait to get on tour. Like, here's what's gonna be cool about the tour. So we're doing our, our another leg in Florida, and it's going. We're gonna do. So we're playing in Nashville. We're playing in Atlanta. We're playing. Where else are we playing? Jacksonville, Jacksonville Orlando, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Miami, uh, Tampa, and um, it's gonna be so fun because one, I feel like. It's very cool that Acid's Burn is back together, and we talked about it and kind of got weird on the labeled podcast. If you want to listen to the Acid's Burn episode, and uh, they are are just rolling, man, they're doing good, and so the shows are going to be unbelievable. And the very last day of tour, after that day in Jacksonville, we are going to stay in Jacksonville, and I think we get like it, I'm so excited, like the BC Con will be done, the tour will be done, and we're going to all stay in Jacksonville and. I think go to the dog track and watch the Super Bowl together. And nice. that is what I'm looking forward to. Like I'm that's just saying, yep. if I can that's just right. get if I can just get through 
like the BC Con. It's going to be amazing and wonderful, and I'm so scared. And it's all okay. And then I got to go on tour and remember those lyrics and and drive and get okay. That Sunday, I'm going to get to it was Sunday or whatever it is. Super uh, Bowl yeah, Sunday, Sunday typically. I, Super Bowl Sunday, I'm going to get to so relax that it'll be the most relief of mm-hmm. anything I've I've been through in a long time. <laughs> our, my, I'm leading our first conference and a whole tour, and uh, right after, I mean, we we get done with the BC Con and we go on tour Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, BC Con in Sunday, we go on tour on Tuesday. Rough. It's going to be gonna exciting. Be, and yeah. would you say, oh, though, so the, the most intense amount of pressure good. and nervousness that you'll feel will be the pre-party right before you go up on open mic at a bar? Oh, yes, for sure. <laughs> my, I mean, I've been shot. working on my jokes, and I'm so nervous. I mean, it, think about this. Like, I mean, we're going to – that all the people for the BC Con is going to be there, I think. Like, I think it's going to be a packed-out bar Yeah, listening to my jokes and judging. Yeah, like, yeah that, 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 I think this should be a little easier than what y'all have experienced uh, it, recently. Yeah, you're right. It will be easier well, because we it's a lot of people that don't, don't think expect so. anything from. No, me. they they definitely expect they expect me, you, and Matt to be funny and entertaining. No, not especially no. listening to this right now. We're talking about how we don't know what we're doing, so that will be part of the humor. Is oh my gosh, Toby is bombing. That's true. Like it'll, that it's is, just that'll be a little bit. That's certainly a crutch, but nonetheless, it's still for me. You know, like I'll put it this way, Joe. Be hilarious now. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Joey. We're waiting. Joey, and the tell, audience do, is there's like twenty thousand people listening right now. Yep. So go ahead. Yeah. Joey, do a joke right now. Tell us something really funny, really funny that we all laugh together. Well, the other day I was licking my anus, just minding my own business. Bomb oh bomb. Total <laughs> no, bomb. Nobody no, laughed until I said that's bomb. The, that's the thing, is I, I will actually plan something. I'm not going to just go up cold turkey. Y'all go up cold turkey? No. Y'all don't have something in your head? Yeah, but who knows if it's good or not. If it goes bad, yeah. you thought it was good, and then it wasn't. And then I know. definitely didn't think anus licking was funny, but I had to give y'all something because I didn't want to just sit there That's and what I'm have saying. awkward silence. You don't have better jokes than anus licking. You don't. <laughs> That's about it. Anus licking is your go-to, your and go-to. it didn't work. I mean, I'm just being honest. It's over. <laughs> like, we aren't good at I, – I, I mean, that's what I'm saying, like – how about I mean y'all y'all have it a little bit easier. A lot of people, my whole thing is that I'm kind of funny. So people go, Toby's going Toby's gonna be funny. That's oh, what happened. Toby, the other night. He's gonna be hilarious. Oh, Toby is funny. Yeah. Okay, Toby, just get up there. You can do anything and be funny. I'm like, fuck. I'm not. I mean, it's hard to be funny. Like, I mean, the worst comedian that you've seen on Netflix. Is so much better than anybody you could possibly know. I see. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. it's just phenomenal. I mean, it, like people d- degrade what it takes to be a comedian. I think way too much. Like, I mean, what Dave Chappelle does. Like somebody that says is, Pat Notswalt. Yeah, I don't think he's funny. Right. <laughs> what the? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it's unbelievable. You're exactly right. I mean, it's. I mean, it's so hard to make people think you're awesome and good and funny. I mean, it's just. I, uh, and I'll say this too. Like we went to uh, a lot of people have heard this, but we were on tour and we had a day off in New York and we got we went to the Comedy Cellar and it was the craziest night of our life because uh, uh, can't, we were just at the Comedy Cellar just to see whatever local comics were up and out of nowhere Kevin Hart came up, Chris Rock came up, Wanda Sykes came up. I mean, it, I mean, there's more. I mean, it was the most phenomenal thing. And seeing Kevin Hart, I was like, this is just the most different amazing thing that you can do like i cannot believe that he could be this good with his delivery with the way he's telling these jokes these stories the the way his brain has worked i mean it it was it was i don't know it was honestly it was almost like life changing just what like yeah. of course the jokes were funny but getting to see somebody that could speak so well so clearly tell create a story not only from his brain but translate that to me i was just like oh my gosh i mean it's just for not like that's what i'm saying like dave Chappelle, how crazy is it that he goes okay i got four specials i have to do mm-hmm. and i'm gonna make everybody laugh that watches them and of course this one's gonna be tough so should i leave it in should i leave it? i mean everything about it is just phenomenal and that that's what's so neat about comedy and why i hope that people wouldn't want to silence it or end it because it, it's about you like uh, one thing i've learned 
from doing podcasting, and I'll say this about the labeled podcast for Tooth and Nail. Matt and I work on the labeled podcast with Tooth and Nail. It's a great podcast. But everybody, I cannot tell you how many times people say, I love that podcast. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Until they're on it. And when they're on it, they go, wait a minute, you're talking about me. I didn't. Oh. I, mean, I wish I could have said this. Or I you wish I would have done that. Right. Or you wait didn't a minute, that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. It's just you. Well, who the hell do you think you are? Like, I mean, what are you that concerned with you? And if so, this has nothing to do with the podcast, man. You're you're fucked up. <laughs> I mean, hold, hold on. I mean, seriously. Like, I mean, the things that like that. That's why I think it's so cool. Like the podcast that we do, and the reason why this BC Con sold out in one day is because. We have a pastor named Joey Svensson that'll say just crazy shit that's real. And it might not be right. <laughs> it might not be the good thing. It might not be the best thing. It's not worded the right way. I and mean, he still calls women girls all the time. <laughs> but at least you know who the fuck you're talking to. You yeah. know who yeah. Joey Svensson is. Yeah, you know. I mean, you know who he is. Come on. I mean, like, seriously. I mean, you don't think he's out to destroy girls. <laughs> he's, he's, right. he's just that's trying right. the best he can that's, right. that's what right? i like best about podcasting is like there's so many hours of it that my character's here i mean i'm not the best guy right. in the world whatever but you know who i am and if you i say cheat. something if i misuse words if i say something wrong then you know you know me so you could decide if that was a whatever I mean, you know, do you think as as we wrap this show up, do you think that there are any <laughs> nice. uh, see how the pastor nice, does <laughs> slick? He can get away with that. As I call the ushers up, I love when as, pastors as do that because the they're just trying to keep coming. Coming. As the worship team comes up. I just right. want to say, is that what pastors ahead, do pastor when Jordan. they when they say when they want you to pay attention for another fifteen minutes? They just say, okay, as we close that, here, I'd like to say say yep. one more. That way, you're paying attention. For I the mean, next few for minutes. me, I just want the worship team to come up. Yeah. <laughs> no, Joe. When you say that, when pastors say that, they go, okay, listen. If I say as the worship team comes up, that's a signal to the worship team, and also. Hey, listen, you're about to get out of here. Just listen to these last 100 <laughs> yeah. words. Yeah, what just does that tell on. you? Let's hold I want to hang out there a second. What does that ever tell you when you're doing an activity and as soon as you find out that it's going to be over, you're, you feel like joy? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what does that mean about the sermon or the church? That as soon as you know it's about to let out, you go, ooh, <laughs> this is about to be over. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> do, <laughs> do you, you know guys think... Do you guys think that there are any parallels with TV shows that go on for a long time in which you actually invest in the characters and even though it's fiction, you get to see the kids grow up and now Johnny's in high school and oh shit, he got somebody pregnant and oh my gosh, you know, the grandma died. I remember her in these episodes. Do you think that there's any parallels with what attracts people to podcasting especially podcasts that talk about their personal lives because it's like not only are we hearing real stories right but they're true and i i i may not like the podcast anymore but i don't want to stop hearing how matt's doing or it, mm -hmm. or am i too full of our podcast selves to think along those lines i know the answer to that let's hear it okay Human, I mean, I, you're just gonna you're gonna jump me, knock me back into that loop. No, I'm not. I'll be quiet. Where? No, no, no. You don't have to be quiet. I'm saying you're gonna. Matt started with you Matt gonna, started with humans. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like the most science. So, like Toby, Toby, relational. Toby, let's, Toby, let's you and I start with people. He went human. He, look, Toby, the point you is and I this: sign you know, off I'm always human. on. I'm always when on Reba the train telling y'all how flawed text is. <laughs> text communication is so. So this is a good example of what's not good about it. People have only been reading information for a couple hundred years, and, and really not even until recently to where you would do reading for just entertainment. Like, ah, just curl up with a good book or whatever that is. You know, we've only been reading a little bit, just tiny, tiny, tiny amount of time we've been reading, which is extremely limited, but it was an advance in technology at the time when you could printing press and get that out there and, all, and right. social media. Now we're down to text. Listen, speaking of listening, we have been talking and listening for thousands of years. It's, it's the first time people have been able to do that w without being in physical proximity. It's a big deal. That's why podcasting is good. It's 
We've been, we're made for listening and talking. We've been doing it for thousands of years. It's a huge, if not one of the most important parts of our emergence uh, to yep. the top of the, being in charge of the world, that we could talk and tell stories. We tell the biblical stories, everything. This is verbal shit. You know it's verbal. You know it's verbal before it's written down. It's verbal. That's what we're made for. That's what we've been doing. That's what our brains are made for. And then we translated it into a code language, and we look at it sometimes right. and try to re-say it to ourselves in a way that makes us feel like we're listening to somebody talk. So it's good to be talking. And yes, it's very good for people that are isolated as much as people are today. It doesn't matter who you're listening to or why. That's what you're made to do. Listen and talk. Is that the right answer? I like it. I like it, Matt. You sure brought it home. You, uh, we gave you, you a swing home, at the man. bat, and you knocked it the hell out of the park. What else would you do you if you had shit. it all? You, you, you fucked the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you, a will good church, thing. That's will church, a good thing. I'm saying churches, it's a good thing. Will churches be so progressed <laughs> that the elder what, comes I'm up like, to the I pastor? I cracked you up that much? <laughs> well, imagine, imagine coming up to a pastor and, and, and like it being socially acceptable to say, you fucked the shit out of that sermon, man. I, oh, it just you, really oh touched me. God. Joey's going to say, I mean, I'm going to ask to edit bleep this F word. He's going to say in 10 minutes. Oh. Show's over. You fucked the shit out of 1 John one thirteen today. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, mean, I, f- I feel so blessed when you beat the shit out of me uh, using Paul's passage in Korea. <laughs> so beat the shit out of him instead of I was wrecked by. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> is, or is, is Christianity headed that way yeah. where they'll use yeah. right. dangerous bad yeah. terms? To, yeah. Like wrecked isn't enough. That's the slippery slope <laughs> of the bad Christian podcast. Yeah. No, don't go there, Joey. Leave it. Leave it. What another great episode, guys. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm telling you, I wouldn't have expected that we would be this good, but we are. I mean, we are really good <laughs> the top at top of his game over here. I mean, we're the Dave Chappelle of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all, all joking aside, should we edit the rape? I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> What's so funny? I don't even know what's so funny. You just got to cut it right there. That's that. You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Jabberjawmedia.com. 